to dissect girls. Did you know I'm utterly insane? Why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? The blackest dies. Oh my god. Come on! Welcome back to the Skewered Universe podcast. My name is Jeff. And I'm Lincoln. Hey, we're back. I know it's been a few weeks, guys, but, uh, you know, shit happens. Deal with it. We're back. We're giving you a new episode, so stop whining. We love you. God. <laughs> I know I sound offended. I'm not. We just had some stuff going on, so it took us a little bit longer to get back to recording than normal. And I've been playing a lot of video games. Yeah. So that... Kind of got in the way, too, but more so just personal shit that we were handling. So, Leanne, how are you doing? I'm good. Good. Uh, well, no. No. I'm not good. <laughs> <laughs> My stomach hurts. Okay, well, we'll we'll get through this, though. Oh, no, I'm fine. Okay. <laughs> I just feel that I need to be honest. Honest with the listeners. I appreciate that. Yeah. Unlike myself, no, I'm I'm very open to you guys. Open and ready, waiting to receive, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me tonight. Or ever. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. So, uh, tons of things going on, essentially. I'm getting the October stuff taken care of. We're going to have a... October is going to be dedicated to Guillermo del Toro. So very soon you're going to be hearing episodes where I had Cameron from the Jacked Up Review Show podcast talking about Pacific Rim. We're going to have other guests for Devil's Backbone and Mimic and Kronos. And you'll hear more about that. Actually, Leanne and I are going to be covering Kronos. The other two will have guests. And you'll find out more about who those are when we get closer to releasing those episodes. Fart. So Leanne, have you been doing anything interesting since the last time we recorded? Oh, you know, just the usual, playing video games, catching bad guys <laughs> in real life. She is a regular digital dog the bounty hunter. <laughs> <laughs> I really am. <laughs> I'm sure all my friends on Facebook are sick of it. Eh, they'll get over it. You know, someone's got to do the job. You're doing a service for everyone. I really am. Yeah. My account is now yellow. Has problems. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, your account has problems. Yeah, what was the one you showed me earlier where somebody was asking if they, where a gal can get fisted? Has well, no problems. Yeah, so I run across a lot of different types of profiles um, to catch scammers because that's what I do now, apparently. And I came across this troll account where it's this 
the profile picture is of this old lady. <laughs> Lovely old lady, but, you know, unassuming. Right. And uh, her profile name is Kay Winslet. Uh, yeah, one of the first things she says is, remember to suck your hubby's blank tonight. I'm pretty sure everyone can figure out what the blank is. The other one was, <laughs> hail Satan and fuck Mexico. <laughs> what the fuck? Not sure how those tie in together, but, you know, some people. Hmm. Yeah, and one was very, very horribly racist. And yeah. then they shared that post to a a local type group page. And it got totally ignored. Um, so that was interesting. Um, some BDSM masks. <laughs> like this one that says, no one cares who I cared who I was until I put on the mask. <laughs> yeah. And <clears throat> let's just say the mask has a protruding object that is long and cylindrical used for something very specific. And then on the... The page where they shared the really horrible post, mm -hmm. they found a post on there about a dog who, like, got injured, and their comment was, she needs a ride down a mine shaft. <laughs> what? <laughs> obviously a huge troll account, but the fact that it wasn't immediately flagged for anything shows you exactly how well Facebook security works yeah it's not at all i've gotten in trouble for hate speech and uh sexual solicitation <laughs> which is what kills me because that's not even what you were posting no that's fine it's fine but yeah that's what i've been doing sounds like fun though uh, it can be yeah sounds also like it could end up being stressful I found one woman, we, we call ourselves either scam catchers or scam slayers, right? <laughs> and uh, she posted this conversation that she had with a scammer, and she was doing the cornholio bit. <laughs> I need TV for my bunghole. And, like, it was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, my God. That sounds hilarious. <sighs> and they don't get it because they're from Nigeria. <laughs> Nobody give them access to Paramount Plus to watch Beavis and Butthead. It's funnier if they don't know. It's actually kind of funny because when I first started trolling them, I would get them to answer video calls. Mm -hmm. And one thing our phones can do during video calls is show clips of shows. And okay. so once I was able to figure that out and show them different shows, they really liked it because apparently internet is very expensive there. Wow. So they, yeah, they enjoy watching the shows that I pick, even if they're ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's crazy. That is insane. In the membrane? Insane in the brain! <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's interesting what you've been doing. I have been playing a lot of Diablo 3. I started off with Diablo 2, as you guys heard in the last episode. And it got really hard really fast. So I was like, ah, I'm going to jump to three. And I've already played through the main story. Yeah, I, I actually got video of you killing Diablo. 
Nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I'll whoop Diablo's ass. Now, keep in mind, it's on the normal difficulty setting because it's my first playthrough. So any of you going, I did it too, shut up. My first time playing, okay? Back off. Yeah, it took you two days. That was it. Yeah, it was only a few days. <laughs> but it's a lot more fun. Yeah, it's a lot more fun. And once you know what you're doing, it's a lot easier to make decisions and figure out what to do. Figure out what weapons you need, what gems you can socket into stuff, what stuff is just blatant garbage. Mm-hmm. Even if it says it's awesome. Yeah. They try to tell you, like, oh, here's the name of, like, glorious, handmade, whatever, poozy what's it's and it's garbage. And something else is called, like, oh, Scourge is, like, a legendary item and kicks everything's ass. Like, it's just Scourge. That's it. Yeah. But I'm having a lot of fun with it. Now I'm in the Reaper of Souls DLC, which was included in the bundle I bought. Because mm-hmm. it was super cheap when I got it, and now it's not. So I've been doing that a lot. Yeah. Not a whole lot else aside from just personal shit like we mentioned. But we're here with a movie. We are? Yeah, we're not here to just talk. This is a movie you picked. I did. Do you want to tell everybody what it's called? No. All right, I will. (laughs) It's Skins. On Netflix. On Netflix. Skins from 2017. I kind of picked it randomly. I I liked the cover art and I liked the name of it. Yeah, very interesting. It's a Spanish language film written and directed by Eduardo Casanova. Spanish title is Pieles, which translates to skins. I looked that up. So I'm interested to see what this is, because neither of us have seen it. Nope. And... If it's bad, I'm sorry. I tend... That's how I pick movies. I just... Completely <laughs> random. You pick it random, and I'm like, hmm, let it, me see. <laughs> you'll take an hour to decide. A lot of my decision is based, like, I don't like the way this cover art is, or like, ooh, that's interesting cover art, let me go there. So, the summary of the plot of this, which is very vague, is, in a strange world where people share numerous deformities... The same problem we all face challenges each of them to find someone who accepts you as you are. Sometimes that means finding yourself first. Um, did that sound weird when I read it? Because it sounded, it came off weird to me. No, it makes sense to me. Okay. So it sounded weird to me, but maybe it was just because I was reading ahead. But 
Very vague. Very vague synopsis. So, yeah, that's what we're doing tonight. Probably won't be able to get a... Uh, you like to get the trailer and stuff, but it's going to be in Spanish. I don't care. I've done it with other films that we've done. I think the Platforms trailer was in Spanish, and I did that one. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't mind pulling foreign trailers. Okay. People will listen anyway. They love our show. They will listen. They will enjoy it. Every second of it. The thing is, you're staring at me when you say that. And then I change my gaze to the microphone. Like, through the microphone, I could stare at the audience like, you're going to enjoy this trailer. Look what's on there. Ah, yes. As we're sitting here getting ready to watch, Netflix is doing its trailer thing where they show certain things that we just saw. Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities. Yeah. Which Dummy Me just realized the other day it's named after his book that you have. Well, he has a cabinet at his home. I think that that's Mm -hmm. what he calls it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I was looking at the book and I'm like, of course the book is named that because of the cabinet. And yeah. Yeah. So I failed to tie it all together. Oh, wait. Super quick. I forgot. I watched a documentary on Netflix um, about the the nurse killer, whatever. Cullen. Something Cullen. And I think that was about... I think that was who that movie was about, The Good Nurse. Oh, the one that we tried and I like, think nah. so. Yeah, we weren't ready for it. We couldn't yeah. do it. <laughs> but yeah, I, I watched the documentary and interesting. Okay. Like, I hate when, when nurses kill people and they call themselves like an angel of death or angel of mercy. No, you're a serial killer. Yeah. That's what you are. Exactly. Yeah. I didn't want to talk too much about it, but yeah, I forgot I watched that yeah, I forgot I also watched something. I watched The Flash. Hmm. Not the good TV show, but the mediocre movie released earlier this year, and Michael Keaton was the best part of it. We also watched The Blob. We did watch the original Blob. Uh, at the time of this recording, September 20th, we watched it last night. Yeah. I, I didn't did finish s- it. I had seen it before, and I forgot just how slow... And sorry, I got distracted. There was a John Wayne Gacy thing come up on I the Netflix thing. I hate him so thing. much. I fucking hate him. He's part of the reason I'm afraid of clowns because the fucker would dress up as a fucking clown and then murdered people and hit him in his crawl space and acted like it was just fucking normal. This is why clowns are fucked. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, the original Blob. Uh, not as much Blob in it as I remember. I I get for the times it was good. Um, there was just minimal Blob. But when the blob was there, it was pretty entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> I was hoping the little kid, I forgot that the little kid didn't die and that there wasn't a whole lot of on-screen deaths because of the time, 1958. <laughs> it's just funny to look at this movie and see 28-year-olds as teenagers. And then that kid <laughs> seemed awfully, that the little kid seemed a little told to be like, well, I'm going to protect you. I felt the exact same way. I was like, how old is he? 10? What the fuck? <laughs> you should have seen it at one point. You didn't see the end. He came out because he was sleeping on the couch and then he got out there real quick and then we'll get to the movie. Because he was defending. He had his, his, you know, 1950s realistic looking toy gun. And as he was trying to shoot, he was like th- acting like he was going to throw it. So it's like he had no idea what he was doing. Yeah. And then just threw it and ran ran into the diner. And they were like, no, don't go in the diner. Yeah. I'm like, no, go in the diner. If the blob's going to eat the diner, you should get eaten too, kid. But, nope. So the one thing the 80s remake did better was they killed a child. <laughs> 
I'm not for I'm not for child murder, but when a film will kill a child on screen, it's kind of gutsy because no one expects it. That's what I'm getting at. Anyway, skins. Are we ready to get into the movie? Well, no, not really, because it keeps showing like like a true crime, and I'm like, ooh, I haven't seen that one. <laughs> What's that one about? <laughs> are we pivoting? Mid- and even though we've confirmed what show we're doing, are we going to pivot to a true crime? Oh no! Now it's Batman. Uh, rephrase that specifically. The correct title, please. I wasn't saying the movie. I said that's Batman. Is that yeah. or is that not Batman? Don't that is tell Batman. me I'm wrong. That is Batman, but it's a promo image for the Dark Knight. And it's Batman. You are correct. I concede I, I you will are correct. Die on that hill. <laughs> Ooh, an intervention. I know. That's one of my favorite shows of all time. <laughs> I like the tags. Emotional docuseries Suburban Dysfunction. Yep. Okay, we we gotta we're getting distracted. Making a murderer. A- Wait. It's, is that a new one? It's probably that... the same one continuing. Oh, okay. I want to watch. Didn't we? I want to watch Skins now. We need to get to Skins. <laughs> this is getting. <laughs> All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, you know how this works: interstellar, interstitial style. For anyone who doesn't know, keep listening. What are interstellar interstitials? This is a rather definite movie review format where Jeff and Leon will pick a movie that neither of them have seen or at least one of them has not seen. Then, they will watch the movie in real time, breaking every 15 minutes to give their thoughts on the movie to that point. At the conclusion of the film, they will give their final thoughts, recommendations, ratings and discuss any interesting information about the movie in general. Now back to your regularly scheduled podcast already in progress. And then we'll be back in just a moment. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Delicious things to eat. The popcorn can't be beat. The sparkling drinks are just dandy, the chocolate bars and the candy. So let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. All right, so we are the first 15 minutes into Skins. What the fuck are we watching? I would pose the same question to you. What the fuck is this? It's almost, got, it's almost David Lynch-esque. I'm glad you said that because my mind just a minute ago started thinking, this is like fucking Twin Peaks shit. Right? I'm so, like, what the fuck? Okay, so I've got a million notes. You want me to just go? Just go, because I don't know how to explain anything. Okay, so basically what I do is I just, like, type a play-by-play in my phone notes. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. So when it first starts, we see a guy making a very sweaty phone call mm-hmm. to a hospital. Apparently his wife just gave birth. The room he's in is very pink. Pink chair, pink lamps, pink drapes. Everything's pink. Pink phone. And... In front of him is a book of niños. He has to make a decision. He sees a baby, gets very upset. The woman helps him feel a little bit better, encourages him like, everyone feels this way, don't worry about it. Some people are meant to suffer. 
He's like, yeah. <laughs> you can tell he's sweaty. He's uncomfortable. And um, we see that the woman is naked. Uh, she has pink pubes. She's wearing nothing but fluffy pink heels. She goes and pulls out another book. And it says Laura. Laura is 11. She insists that she will not suffer. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Mm-hmm. So then he's holding a small pink gift box. The little girl comes in blindfolded wearing a pink dress. He's I noticed he's wearing a tiny little gold mermaid. Pendant. Yeah, I noticed that too. Um, so the the older naked woman plays the piano and the child uncovers her face and we see that she doesn't have eyes. It's just skin. Yeah. And uh she starts to sing and he silently cries. The woman gets up, still mysteriously playing piano. I don't know who's playing the piano, but it's fine. And uh, she guides them to a door. She opens the door. It's a very dark room. And they go inside. Mm -hmm. Then we see that the two of them are sitting on a bed. They're both very sweaty. I'm assuming something horrible happened, okay? Yeah. He opens the box says that she deserves pretty eyes. And then he puts gems where her eyes would be, pink gems. Mm -hmm. And then she lays down on the bed and the camera just spins around her face. And then a few years earlier, we see a teen girl posting a selfie to Instagram. And then it was, uh, this is future. Oh, was it? Because originally it said 2000. And then, then we're in 2017. 2017. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, my bad. So, few, uh, quite a few years later, yeah, uh, we see a teen girl doing a selfie post to Instagram. She has a butthole mouth, okay? Apparently, she lives in a cabin. She pulls out a funnel and a tube, and she goes to a diner. The waitress is uncomfortable. She's staring at her. The girl pulls out the funnel and tube. Or, no, wait, yeah, she pulls the funnel out of her purse, and she asks the waitress for soup. And the waitress snickers. While the waitress is getting her soup or whatever, the girl is looking at this journal that she created of pretty mouths and teeth and lips. Mm -hmm. And she cries as she places lips onto her butthole mouth. Then the waitress comes to give her the soup and she just flat out starts laughing. Okay. The funnel doesn't go to her butthole mouth. It goes to her mouth butthole. Yeah. Where her butt would be. Okay. My one question is, why not order the food to go? That's fine. So when she leaves, she goes to her car. She gets harassed at her car. These guys are, you know, making fun of her, throwing her stuff down. And she fights, bolts, gets in her car and drives away. Another question is, why not wear a mask? It's fine. Whatever. So then we see her crying in her car. Her butthole mouth seems hairier. Yeah, that's... I didn't realize it was hair at first until this scene. Because <laughs> at first I was like, why did they make it so brown around there? And then from the side angle I realized, oh, that's hair. And then she hits someone or something. Yeah. We don't know. We don't know. And then we... So the scene we're in now, we see the waitress in a pink room. Surrounded mm-hmm. by pink things. And the hostess is a smaller woman 
and she's dressed in pink. The waitress wants Laura. Right. And she insists that um, she probably won't know that it's the same person because she stays silent when she's with her. Right. And so right now what we're looking at is a very dark room of this girl. Well, it... In in the story, she's eleven, but I, I hope she's not. <laughs> well, seventeen years later, she would be older. Oh, okay. So, so it's the same girl. Same girl. Okay. Yeah. This is this is the same Laura that we saw with the pink gems on her eyes when the room started spinning. So seventeen years later. Yeah. So she would be like twenty eight, something like. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. So, so a and comfortable she... age for her to be topless <laughs> here on screen. She she looks like she's naked, and the room is very dark. We're about to see what happens with the waitress. Yeah. This movie's fucking weird so far, man. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't... Uh, I, so much mm. happened in the first 15 minutes. So much. <laughs> so much. And a part of me has to not laugh when we see the girl with the butthole mouth because she constantly has the Mac and me character expression. <laughs> like big eyes and circle circle mouth. Just like, oh, oh. Like every expression is just, oh, what? Yeah. Uh, I I don't want to know what else, what other things happened that we didn't see because it sounded like everything could go a lot worse. Mm-hmm. But I want to ask you: Did you catch that when Laura was singing for that guy, she was auto tuned? I mean, why wouldn't she be? I'm not surprised. The piano was, was playing without being played, so. So they're trying to figure out, I'm like, wait, she's auto-tuned. That, what? <laughs> like, okay, this is just even more weird. Yeah, I got Twin Peaks vibes, very Lynch vibes. So I'm on the same page as you. I'm yeah. confused, but intrigued. Disgusted. Curious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. But I will say this is a far better pick so far than King of Clones. I want to see the mouth butthole, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> Who knows? We might. There is nudity in the film, so yeah. you never know if we're going to see the the mouth butthole as, instead of just the butthole mouth all the time. So far, my favorite part is the pink pubes. <laughs> I didn't even catch pink pubes. I was just like, oh, this elderly woman is naked. And at first I was like, okay, she's she's topless. And then she stood up and I'm like, oh, she is fully naked. <laughs> and I did not catch the pink pubes because I did not expect that. <laughs> so I'm glad you caught that. So I was just like, more power to this woman for appearing naked on film. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah. Shall we get back to it? Let's get back to it. All right. We'll see you guys in a bit. Hiya, hiya, hiya. They're shrimply delicious. Hiya, hiya, hiya. You'll go for that mouth-watering, taste-tempting, meaty shrimp mixture all wrapped up in a crispy noodle jacket. It's a treat you can't beat. So come on, join the folks that are getting fresh, crispy, flavor shrimp rolls now at the snack bar. They're shrimply delicious. Another 15 minutes into Skins. It's a ride. What the fuck to echo you from the first time? So I, so what's happening is they're showing us different characters, but they're switching between the characters. Right. Okay. So the last we saw, um, the waitress wanted to pay for Laura. Right. Okay. So the next we see Laura, a.k.a. Gem Girl, she's having a nightmare about not getting her gems. Right. 
then like in a it just switches to her getting fingered yeah and then it switches to a guy jacking off at a laptop and he gets caught by his mom she's hysterical why me why me he's like she's my girlfriend and then she kicks him out then we see a woman with really long black hair humping the fuck out of this guy Okay, they're in bed. She's on top going at it. Yeah. Okay. We see her face. It's the girlfriend. And the dude is not the boyfriend. Nope. Boyfriend calls her and she is not picking up. (laughs) Then we see Vanessa, a.k.a. a smaller person. Yeah. She's at the doctor getting an exam. She's apparently pregnant. She wants to know if her baby has blah, 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 plasia. Achondroplasia. What's that? Type of dwarfism. Oh, okay. Then all of a sudden we see an animation of pink bears tugging on a man's face. And it turns out the person is Pink Bear and it's Vanessa. She's in a costume. Yeah. Then it switches to a dude with purple hair. He's got a mermaid tattoo and we see him sitting in a wheelchair with the kind of pants where you can, like, unzip them at the knees. Yeah. And he unzips them and is, like, cutting himself. And there's a woman with him discussing him with another woman. They say something about body integrity identity disorder and schizoid behaviors. Apparently, he wants to be an amputee. The mom brings him in, and she tries to force him to get up. He doesn't want to get up. He's not using his legs. And she's very forceful, but he won't get up. And um, he doesn't want to talk to this woman. Right. And uh, the mom starts calling him names. He says that his legs aren't his. And um, he wants a double amputation. Well, the woman mentions his dad. He's like, do you want to see your dad? And the mom loses her fucking mind goes completely off she attacks him tips him over and when the woman says hey there's blood she pulls his pants off to show so many cuts so many cuts all over his legs front back we're seeing the back but you can imagine what the front looks like because His legs aren't his own. He wants to get rid of them. Yep. And so he runs away and he bolts down the street and he hides between some dumpsters. And we don't think anything about it. We're just like, oh, he's hiding or whatever. Yeah. Two of the smallest dumpsters I've ever seen, by the way. (laughs) Well, we hear a car go by and he's like, huh. He sticks his head out, sees another car coming and he's like, huh. He positions his body so that just his legs are sticking out. And butthole mouth Samantha runs over his legs. That's what she ran over, his legs. she ran over. And as she looks at him, he's smiling at her. He has this look of utter ecstasy and joy. And he starts, like, having this weird fantasy about his mom, like, ripping off his pants and there's no legs below his knee. (laughs) knees yeah and And for the second time we've just seen male dong like we got full frontal female nudity right away then they're like hey we will not disappoint you (laughs) here's the second dong in the movie yeah 
Lot, lots of nudity, which yeah. I'm fine with. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. So then, Butthole, Samantha, Butthole Mouth Samantha goes home, and her dad is pissed. He wants to know, where have you been? Why aren't you wearing a mask? And and see, and that was my thing. Why wouldn't you wear a mask? It's fine. It's fine. We'll, we'll get there. <laughs> then it skips back to the waitress, and she's reading a notice from, I'm assuming a bank, from a foreclosure of her house, I guess. Yeah, where they're they're taking her house. Then we see Gem Girl lighting a cigarette, and in walks the waitress. So we can tell waitress has been spending a lot of money. Yeah, with Laura, and I immediately got a bad feeling. Like, oh, what's going to happen here? Well, then it cuts back to Vanessa in costume, and people are just manhandling the fuck out of her. Like, what the. What? Like because she's a dwarf, she's not a person. She's just a thing that they can throw in a costume. Apparently, yeah, it's totally manhandling her. And I guess her manager is with her. We don't really know who he is, but he's a type yeah. manager. And he's like, hey, "Wait a minute, have you gotten bigger? Have you grown?" And he picks her up. Of course, manhandles her, and he's like measuring her head. He's like, "I think you've grown." And like smacking her front and back in the costume. Like <laughs> uh, she's like, "It's the same. It's always been." And then he says, you know, there was a video posted of one of your fans saying thank you. And it's like a, this really sweet message um, of, of, you know, her thanking her. Yeah, the mom's saying, oh, my son and I love it, but Pink Bear can't end anytime soon. Well, until my son's grown up anyway. Yeah. Uh, the way they man had, like, they pushed her and she fell over. And then they just, like, picked her they up and were, like, her shoved her along up. again. I'm like... like She's a person. She's not a doll, bro. Yeah. <laughs> this this movie is fucking weird, man. They couldn't even get her like a decent chair. They had they just gave her a regular chair. Yeah. Where they a, have to lift her up. A regular like director's chair, and they just lift her up and kind of half-assedly put her in yeah. it. Yeah. So she's laying it like a weird and like slanted, almost falling out of this chair. <laughs> yeah. And then the manager, whatever, he picks her up, puts her down measures her is like have you gotten bigger are you growing and then picks her up and at least sets her back in the chair properly still for like 30 seconds before the production guy comes in and goes up we gotta go again and just grabs her and picks grabs her her, picks her up sets her down puts her hat back on throws the head back on her and then is like come on let's go it's like (laughs) what the fuck like i'm not sure why why a lot of things are happening I don't know what's going on. It almost seems like it would be a TV show. Yeah. Like, I feel like we're getting we're getting introduced to characters that we're going to be visiting, like, in season two. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's how I felt with the guy who was rubbing one out to his girlfriend's picture. Yeah. <laughs> like, then they showed her with the burn. I'm assuming he's a burn victim. I'm assuming he's not. I'm not making any assumptions because but, what if he's deformed and that's that's his deformity. Oh yeah, that could very well be. If you well think be. about it, he was pretty ripped, so in the deformed world he's probably like a fucking model. Yeah, yeah. I was just thinking like she maybe had more of a connection with the other deformed guy, which is why they were just boning like crazy as opposed to her <laughs> normal looking boyfriend. Yeah. Who apparently has no problem with his dick out in front of his mouth. <laughs> I don't know, man. This movie's it's 
It's interesting, but it's fucking weird, man. I'm, honestly, I'm getting tired writing all these notes, so I might not write anymore. <laughs> that's that's fine. We'll just kind of hit some key points if you do that, because there's a lot going on. There really is. I mean, the waitress is showing up to finger Laura, and we're like, okay. And then you've got another little person who's in a bear costume, and she might be pregnant and having a dwarf baby. And then there's Samantha Butthole Mouth who ran over... Purple hair dude. Purple hair dude who doesn't want his legs. I'm like, I don't know what's happening. This is like David Lynch and it's art house and it's weird. I'm not, I'm not not enjoying it. But at the same time, I'm not like, oh my God, this is great so far. It almost feels cerebral. Like we're, we're on the verge of not getting it. Yeah. If we don't pay attention to everything. <laughs> yeah. And there's going to be one thing, and if we blink and miss it, the whole movie will be misunderstood. Yeah. So, you know, well, we'll dive back in and... Uh... I'm really good at picking the fucking weirdest <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, but it makes for an interesting show. Yeah. It makes for an interesting show. Yeah. All right, what do you say? We got... Hey, we only have 47 minutes left, because this is a very short movie, so... We'll jump back in. We'll talk to you guys in a minute. It's intermission time. Time to pause and refresh at the snack bar. During this short break, you can treat your taste of good food and sparkling cold beverages, including delicious Coca-Cola. If you're hot dog hungry, we have them. Sizzling, juicy hot dogs served in warm, oven-fresh buns. Plus a complete menu of all your favorites. Visit the refreshment center now. Enjoy delicious food and ice-cold Coca-Cola. Okay. All of a sudden, it got really, really boring. (laughs) It slowed down. I was technically kidding, but it did slow down. (laughs) It did slow down a bit. But we've got uh, the waitress stealing Laura's diamond eyes. Yeah. Swallowing them. Swallowing them to get out of the place (laughs) that she's in and then having to poop them out later. Yeah. And apparently it's very painful. Yes, I would imagine so. They were pretty big. Yeah, we see Samantha's dad goes out and gets a bunch of stuff for her birthday. It tells her to blow out the candles. And then, of course, they had to do a fucking fart sound. Which yeah, because <laughs> butthole mouth would make a fart sound, right? <laughs> and while they're doing the birthday thing, the TV is saying that a person that was in a hit and run accident died from the infection and the bleeding. Mm-hmm. Turns out it was the dude that she hit with the car who was so happy that he didn't have his legs anymore. Yeah. He's dead. And his dad shows up to, I'm assuming it's the funeral home where his body was. I don't know. It looked almost like a weird hospital room, like nursery viewing area. I don't know. Well, they they do tend to have viewings, but it it was interesting that she the mom was the only person there yeah because he was already in a casket and everything yeah and his dad shows up and she hugs him and starts beating him but his dad is the guy who gave laura her diamond eyes yep this this movie's getting fucking weird vanessa got a phone call that her son that she's going to have is a dwarf like her I didn't catch what was going on between the manager and whoever else walked in or so whatever. The the other person that came in was he seemed like a network suit. Okay. Who was telling him that she's replaceable and that she seems 
like she's slowing down or maybe she's not feeling well. And the guy was, her manager was like, well, maybe if you use some incentive, like give her some pay for the last three episodes that, you know, might get her back on board. Okay. And the guy was like, how about this? I'll give you the money for the last three episodes, but the next time she gets on screen, she better act like she's on speed. Idiot. Fuck. I missed that because I was pulling up the Wikipedia for anything interesting. And yeah, I'll tell you this. There's a whole list of plot summary for each goddamn character in this movie. So wow. I'm like, no, mm, no, 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 no. That's a lot of info. The only interesting I found is that characters are connected by color. Okay. Because we did notice that one is pink. One is purple. The seemingly innocent things of people not knowing, not being comfortable in their bodies are purple. Mm. The very sexualized people Very are comfortable pink. in their skin are pink. Yes. Mm. So I was like, huh. Very odd. It's kind of cool. Odd. Yeah. It's, it's a cool little note. Movie is still weird as fuck. <laughs> yeah. I... I don't know where it's going. I don't know how it's... We've seen the chick with the half-deformed face break up with the guy who was only trying to be with her because he's got a fetish for deformed girls. Yep. And she's like, I'm more than my deformity, so fuck you, you piece of garbage. She's like, by the way, I was already going to break up with you because I'm really into this other guy. Yeah. And, and he like... was like, but, um, what, um... My mom, when she saw what you look like, she kicked me out, and I was kind of hoping I could stay here. And she's like, here's some money. Get the fuck out. You can finish dinner. (laughs) And I don't blame her, because he's just objectifying her in a totally different way. He doesn't mean to, but that's exactly what's happening. Yeah. He's like, ooh. She's like, asking him, like, so I'm just a... She goes, I'm more than just a deformity. Yeah, he, he said something like, oh, but it's why I haven't been able to get with other girls, because they're they're normal. And she's like, I'm normal. Exactly. Yep. She's like, skin can be repaired. It can be fixed. It can be changed. Yeah. Yep. She's like, you being an asshole won't change, is basically what she's saying. Well, she says, you don't care about my personality at all. I could be a bitch, and you'll love me. I could be a sweetheart, and you'll love me. It doesn't matter to you. You only care about my looks. And I'm like... That is basically how so many people act today, but it's just on the side of the deformity fetish. But look at his face right now on the screen. He's so sad. He's so sad. He's so sad and pathetic. (laughs) I mean, he's just, he's got these chubby cheeks and these round, sad eyes. His pink shirt. His super, super wet eyes that are just reflecting all the light (laughs) like he's about to just start crying and flood the place. (laughs) Interesting movie. I just, I don't know. It's so fucking, like, the weird parts are so weird. And then the somewhat normal parts, like, the woman playing the little bear, the dwarf woman. It's like, it's just fucked up how she's treated. Because they're like, you're just a thing. You're not really a person. You're replaceable. Mm-hmm. So if you don't act right, we'll just get another dwarf because we'll just go to the dwarf mine, apparently. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah. I don't know, man. You pick interesting shit. <laughs> you pick interesting shit. You're welcome. 
I'm glad you didn't take notes because this thing is going so in so many directions. Seriously. I'm wondering if it's all going to tie together somehow with everyone. We still have half an hour left. Yeah. Yeah, this movie's very short. I was surprised. Not too bad. What do you say? Jump back in? No. Let's just stop it right here. The fuck? (laughs) The look in your your eyes. You were like, the fuck is wrong with you? (laughs) I can't do that. I have to see where this is going now. I just like to keep you on your toes. (laughs) Yeah. I'm I'm with that. All right, let's get back into it, and we'll talk to you guys in just a moment. Enjoy this brief intermission. Something different for a change? Then try the perfect refreshment, Chili Dilly, a delicious pickle treat that's spiced just right for every bite. Economical, too. There's no waste. You eat every bit of the juicy goodness of Chili Dilly. How about trying one right now? Chili Dilly. On sale at our concession stand, you This fucking movie, man. <laughs> so weird. And plus, so much so much is going on. So much going on. You have Okay, Vanessa who plays the bear for the kids' show. Pink Bear. She's basically being told you're gonna go back to work because the the television suit or whatever is like telling her manager or whatever, hey, you've got a contract. Take the money that I told you I'd give you. And get her back here, because I don't give a fuck. Bring her back here. I don't care that she called out sick. She's going to fucking work. He goes there and tells her, she's like, look, I'm going to have a kid. I'm leaving television. That's it. I don't need the fucking money. And he's like, but I do, so you're not going to have that kid. And starts to fucking choke her on the table. Yep. So she hits him with a briefcase full of money and then throws it out a window. And he jumped out the fuck out after it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, we've got uh, we've got Samantha, who had a birthday. And we, we skipped over this last time, I think. I think we missed it. Her father went out, got her presents, put all this stuff up at the house, made a birthday soup, I guess, because she can't eat solid food, because butthole mouth, and gave her a unicorn mask to wear when she goes out. Because it's so pretty. Yeah. He's basically the dude in the wheel... Well, he wasn't really in a wheelchair, but the dude who didn't want legs and wanted to be a mermaid. He she, was in a wheelchair. He, he didn't yeah, need it. he didn't need but, it, but he was in a wheelchair. Yeah. I, I meant he didn't need it. Mm-hmm. Her dad is basically the same as that guy's mom, but on the other end of the spectrum. Just like, oh, isn't this beautiful? Now see, you can go out in public and be fine. Whereas the other guy's mom was like, you fucking idiot, you son of a bitch, stop acting like a certain R word to describe certain people that I won't say. Anyway, we then we catch up with Samantha. She's out, and the two... I'm gonna say these are the two weirdest-looking people in the movie, because everyone else with deformities doesn't look bad, but these two guys with their weird fucking haircuts and <laughs> the twins. giant teeth and whatever, they, they raped Samantha in her mouth? Her, her mouth butt. butt. Her yeah. mouth butt. Yeah, her Which butt has, has a teeth. mouth and teeth. And I think she bit one of the guy's dicks off. So very reminiscent of the movie Teeth right there. Yeah. So that was interesting. I mean, it was fucked up to see, but interesting that she could contract the muscles back there. But, you know, hey, she did what she had to do. And then we've seen, I think her name is Anna. She's getting called by Ernesto, the guy who only wanted to be with her because of her deformity. The boyfriend sees it. He loses it. Is like, why is he calling you? I think it, I think he just didn't want to be with her anymore, and 
looking was, for an out. Yeah. Yeah. So, and apparently they live in the same building as Vanessa. Because when he walks out, she hears Vanessa upstairs yelling at manager, producer, whatever the fuck he is. Asshole guy that was trying to kill her. Yeah, because when, when the boyfriend, Guillermo. now ex-boyfriend, Guillermo, yeah. walks out, that's when the briefcase of money gets thrown out the window. Yeah, he sees it hit the ground. He's like, oh, why is there a briefcase of money? And then... When the guy jumps out the window after it, and we get the Wilhelm scream, <laughs> then he hits the ground and is dead. Oh, and we also got uh, the continuing saga of the waitress who stole Laura's diamond eyes. Yeah. She had to give herself an at-home enema with her shower head and shit the diamonds across the bathroom into the bathtub. Which I, I you know, I... I... I understood halfway through that this movie was actually a comedy and was actually quite funny. And then that sealed it for me. That's the thing. It's not listed as a comedy anywhere. Which I know. is so fucking weird. But you and I are both fucking laughing at this movie. We're finding funny moments. <laughs> yeah. We catch up with Laura. She was told, you better go see this guy in your room. And she's like, I can't do it without my eyes. And they're like... Well, if you don't, guess what? You're out on the fucking street, bitch. Yep. And the one guy's like, hey, just go do it. You won't survive on the streets because you can't see. So she stumbles her way back into the room where the John was waiting. Yep. And I'll, I'll wrap up this segment by saying we caught up with the dad who we saw previously come back, who was the guy at the beginning who met Laura. Yeah, and it turns out the reason he left his family was because he was afraid he was going to hurt his son. Yeah, his son. Christian. Christian. I don't know why I can't remember that name, and now I did. Yeah, and when the mom asks him, because she was very hurt that he left. Yeah. He, she was angry because he left. I and think so, she took it out on the son. So when she she asked him, are you cured now? And he said, if I were, I would have come back sooner. Yeah. And you can see the look on his face. Just, he's so disgusted with himself. Yeah, so our suspicions at the beginning of true. him being yep. not so good are definitely true, because he didn't want to harm his new baby boy. Yep, he said, because in the beginning he said gender isn't important. Yeah. Yep. I was like, okay, maybe it's a, a different thing, and then nope, but so we know exactly. Yep. <sighs> So I think the the gift he gave to Laura was like, "Hey, I'm not so bad, right? No, you're you're the worst. Yeah, out of all the people in this movie that are bad, you're the fucking worst. Yep. So that's and and I mentioned everything out of sequence because it's so hard to keep track it of everything. It really is. I mean, right now we're with Samantha again. Everything. That's why in... I stopped taking notes because it just kept going back and forth, and I'm like, wait. Yeah. <laughs> There was one thing we noticed, like, when Christian, you said he wanted to be a mermaid. Yeah. And the dad had, his dad had the little mermaid lapel pin. Yeah. And then we see Samantha's home. She's got a unicorn statue. And the dad and then gives gets her a the unicorn, unicorn mask. mask. And the shot, I really like the shot of him and her at the table. She just put, uh, he just put the, the, the head on her. Mm -hmm. And you can see in the foreground... The unicorn figurine. Yeah. I liked that. It's just something like both people who are very insecure about how they look. They're not comfortable in their bodies. Very purple. 
it's the purple color ties in, but they're both infatuated with mythical creatures. Yeah. Creatures that are known to be beautiful and fantastical and nobody doesn't love a mermaid and nobody doesn't love a unicorn. Yeah. So it's like they're longing to be accepted is tied into these mythical creatures. I could be totally misinterpreting this. And it's almost childlike. Yeah. You know, he wanted to be a mermaid and she likes unicorns. Usually little girls like unicorns. And I think it, it, when you're disfigured or when you're, you have body dysmorphia or whatever it is, your entire life, your childhood isn't like other childhoods. Right. There's always something different. Your your innocence kind of goes away a little bit. Yeah. So I think it's sweet. I think I would have preferred, and we still have another 17 minutes to finish this movie, so we're not sure where it's going to end. But I think out of all the stories that are going on, I would have preferred a movie that just maybe dealt with Christian and Samantha and that story their stories and what was happening with them as opposed to them being kind of intermingled into the other stories with Vanessa being pregnant, wanting to leave television. Aside from her being a dwarf, it's a very run of the mill kind of story. Like, nope, you're going to fucking work because we have a contract. She's like, I have a life I want to attend to because I want to try and be a mom. So fuck you. I'm doing what I want. Which is kind of a like, okay, I get that story, but she's being treated like shit because she's a dwarf. The other story with the love triangle of the weird guy who's just into deformed women and her having her burn victim boyfriend. And he's like, you're seeing that normal guy, aren't you? I don't know. It's just, they're not as interesting to me as Samantha and Christian are. But that's just me. But yeah. I don't know. The movie's still really fucking weird and hard to keep track of and... I'm surprised I was able to do any of that. So 17 minutes, 15 seconds left. Want to just finish this out and then we'll come back and... No, I want to do 15 minutes and then do another two minutes. (sighs) All right, we're going to do 15 minutes and then another two. No, we're not. (laughs) Fine, ruin the fun that you brought up. (laughs) All right, we're going to finish this off and then we'll be back in just a few, guys. Hang tight. Enjoy what we play next. It's intermission, it's intermission. It's intermission, it's intermission. Ice cream, candy, lemonade, too. And there's a hot dog waiting for you. The popcorn's popping and it's ready to go. You know all the great food is still in the show. Get up out your seat and get yourself a tasty treat down at the snack bar. Pardon me, boy. Will you take me to the snack bar? You know what I like. Everything's ready when the first grill's over. There's nothing like a pizza with a ice cold cola. Get up out your seat and get yourself a tasty treat down at the snack bar. Snack bar. It's intermission, it's intermission. It's intermission, it's intermission. Get up out your seat and get yourself a tasty treat down at the snack And just like that, we have finished the 2017 film Skins. I love that at the very, very end, they gloss over it like it didn't happen, (laughs) but they held on to it for a good 45 seconds. We will get there because (laughs) 
I guess everyone in their own way got a happy ending. Yeah, basically everyone grew as people and lived happily ever after. <laughs> okay, we're just we're just gonna start off with that. So Samantha, when we came back, Samantha looked like she was gonna throw herself over the edge of a bridge. She collapses. Ernesto is out on his own. Looking like he's going to throw himself over a bridge. (laughs) Here's Samantha's phone ringing. Goes over to her and answers her phone. Well, she she, she lifts her head up. Says, please don't hurt me. And he, of course, falls instantly in love with her. (laughs) Instantly is like, ooh. So, let's finish up their story. It cuts to him taking her home and, like, meeting her dad. And he's like, oh, thank you for bringing her home. I was so worried. Totally and bonding. There, He looks over at her and she looks at him. And you can see her little butthole mouth kind of make a smile. <laughs> and he smiled. Then it shows her looking out the window, looking happy. She meets him on the front porch. She's got her makeup done. And then he kisses her, but not... <laughs> Like, they hold on this moment of him tonguing tonguing her her butthole mouth. (laughs) Like, this man has tossed salad before, like, nobody's business. It was slow, but it was still, like, he's just going right in there. And then they immediately switch to another clip, and it's like, what? How, you, how do you just yeah, skip Yeah, they just went away. Like, hey, happy ending. It's like, n- n- wait, no, I I need... To, what? Yeah. Like, it's not appropriate. <laughs> no. What he was doing was... Ugh. The tongue just went... I mean, it was like a rocket. Just, it knew right where to go. Right in, backed out, went in again, and like several more times. It's like, why are you holding so long on this? So... <sighs> So that's out of the way. We're going through. Uh, burn victim Guillermo is talking about taking the money he found in the briefcase from the guy who jumped out the window to get reconstructive surgery on his face. Telling Anna, the girl with the form face, like, wouldn't you like it if I had, you know, long straight hair and had a, a new face? And she was like, no, I like you for you. And he was like, but we're made for each other. And if I did that, wouldn't it be better? And she ends up leaving him a note the next, because he goes to bed like, I'm going to do it. And she's like, okay, fine, I guess. And then she leaves him a note basically saying like, hey, take the money, do whatever you want, be happy, because I'm going to be happy. It shows her deleting people out of her phone. Deleting the two ex-boyfriends. Deleting those guys. And she's like, I'm going to go see my mom for the first time. And I don't know how long. She's out taking... Taking a walk, a little jog, smile on her face, looking happy. So she's getting her happy ending. Meanwhile, Guillermo is getting his reconstructive surgery and he's got his happy ending, I guess, because all we see is him getting unwrapped from his face and then a brief shot Joker style in the mirror. And then Pink Bear gives birth. Yeah. Apparently a bloody birth, because one guy was going back in there with, like, blood-soaked gloves and whatever. I'm like, oh, God. Yeah. So she's having her kid. And then the uh, the mom of the purple hair guy asked the dad, like, now that he's out of the way, should we try it again? And he just says no and walks away. Yeah. Come to find out the it was a picture of a tattoo that Christian was looking at of a mermaid. It was a picture of his dad. Yeah. So he was like, Hey, you know, like longing for his father to be there. Yeah. 
I thought it was that he had a tattoo. I didn't realize it was a photo, but they didn't show a whole lot of it. So I was like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. But I might have just missed it. Yeah. So we see them. He breaks down crying after he realizes maybe he should have been there for his son. Maybe he should have figured out how to not hurt his own child. I don't know. I think I've covered... No, the waitress. Yep. She goes back to return the diamonds. My favorite, my favorite one. (laughs) She goes back to return the diamonds, and Laura's like, no, I don't need them anymore. You keep them. You obviously took them for a reason. You need them. She's like, no, I can't accept them. She goes, fine, then how about I offer them in exchange for something? And the waitress goes, well, what? So Laura walks over to the bed, tells her to well, sit she down. Asks, she asks her, you know, how many times have you seen me? And she's like, just this, the one time, you know, the other day. And mm-hmm. she's like, No. You've been coming here for a very long time. I've wanted to touch you. Yeah. She just wanted to touch somebody. Just to have human contact that wasn't her being used for a purpose. Yeah. So they had this really sweet moment where the girl with no eyes was feeling up the the overweight waitress. Yeah. She goes, you know, why won't you let me touch something like that. She goes, Oh, people don't want to look or touch people like me. Mm. So it took someone not having eyes to look at who the person was underneath everything. And she was like feeling her and like lifted up her shirt. And she was like, mm, no, and she's like, no, it's fine. You know, she goes, nobody's like, yeah, nobody wants to touch people like me. It was a very sweet and intimate moment that the waitress had never experienced before and neither had what's her face laura yeah they both were like we don't know the contact of a of a human being when it's loving and caring and true we're just a means to an end for you for people and uh toward the end they went on a date I think they were a couple by that point because she was working and Laura was just sitting there in the booth and they just sat down. Mm, okay. Because the waitress went back to the room and was like, look, I've been coming here a lot. I spent all my money on you, started kissing her. It was basically, I think it was like, I'm getting you out of here. You deserve better than this. Mm-hmm. And when they come back to the waitress working, she's smiling. She's got her hair down. She's got a little pep in her step. It goes over, and Laura's sitting in the booth waiting for her. Mm-hmm. If you notice the background, there was a little heart neon right at that booth that was not on the wall at any other point in the movie mm. when we saw the diner. Mm-hmm. So it was a nice little touch. Yeah. That was probably my favorite as well, because it was like, okay, two people who you wouldn't expect to maybe get together found something in each other. Yeah. Despite one not having eyes and one thinking no one would have eyes for her, mm-hmm. they both looked deep inside each other and found who they really were. And in the beginning, she didn't really want to serve chicken soup because it wasn't on the menu. And at the end, she made sure to put on the menu, on the chalkboard menu, yeah. we serve chicken soup. <laughs> I'm glad you got that because I was going to bring it up, but I'm glad you caught that. Yeah. And then... Finally, our final thing before I touch on a few other things. Christian, the now dead kid who wanted to be a mermaid, as he was, I guess, going to heaven, he got his dream of being a fleshy mermaid. Yeah. Yeah, it went from butthole mouth tongue fucking to him getting to be a mermaid. Yeah. It was like, and wait, then it was what? the end. And I was like, wait, oh, wait, what? wait. 
how how can you gloss over <laughs> tongue fucking butthole mouth? <laughs> and you know, okay. I didn't realize it would be funny. It has to be funny because the butthole mouth looked pretty realistic. It had like a crease in the chin, mm-hmm. and, like it had the hair. But when it went to show her mouth butt, it looked like they just copy and pasted like some random clip art yeah. of a mouth. Yeah. That's why I was like, I didn't realize it was a comedy. Because <laughs> clearly they have a sense of humor. And like the fart sounds when she's blowing out the candles. Like, really? <laughs> I mean, that, the waitress sitting on the toilet trying to poop out the diamonds and having to give herself an enema, I'm like, I know this is billed as a drama, but you've inserted a lot of comedy elements in here. Because it, like, splatters poop on the wall. Yeah. I also thought it was funny when the guy went jumping out the window of, obviously, like, a several stories up apartment. And they use that sound bite. The Wilhelm scream. I was like, I didn't find that funny. I found it funny that he just, I was like, when he ran to the window, I said, he's going to jump out after that fucking briefcase. <laughs> That's what I thought. And then all of a sudden you just, uh, plunk, splat. Yeah. It's, so I did, I did notice a couple of things towards the end there. When Ernesto came across Samantha, he was pink, she was purple. At the end, he had integrated into her purple life. Oh. When the waitress goes to see Laura and they're starting to have their moment where they're coming together, there's bits of purple and pink all around. Oh. So those kind of meshing together, which I thought was really kind of weird. It was like a purpley pink kind of mm-hmm. coming together. Yeah. It's like two different worlds because... The waitress was the only other character aside from Christian's dad who never wore a specific color tied to anything. Even at the end, she was mm-hmm. still not in any color, but there were still bits of pink and purple around the both of them. Yeah. So it was it was a really interesting thing that I was picking up on with the color changes and all that. I really love a good color scheme in movies. It's why we like Del Toro. Yeah. The guy uses colors greatly. He's really good with the warm and cool colors. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, Leanne, I know you picked (laughs) this randomly. Yeah. What, on a scale of one to five, what would you give this? Um. Ooh. uh, That's kind of tough. It doesn't have much rewatchability for me. Mm -hmm. And it's not one I would buy. So it's definitely not going to be a five. And I don't feel comfortable saying four, but I also think three is too low. So maybe three and a half, four? Okay. That's about where I fall. Because I'm like, is it weird? Yeah. Is it Lynchian? Yeah. It's very David Lynch. It's very Twin Peaks feeling. It's odd. At the same time, I came away going, okay, I, I appreciated all the happy endings aside from the tonguing of the butthole mouth, <laughs> which was just... No, I loved it. That was comedy. That was pure comedy. Yes. You cannot tell me otherwise. Yes. If they are like, no, that was a serious moment, essential moment. I'm like, dude, no. he was tonguing a butthole mouth. <laughs> There's nothing serious about that. Nothing at all. I'm sorry. No. You cannot claim it's serious. No. I'm right with you. Three and a half, maybe a four. Four might be pushing it, but yeah. 
definitely like three and a half, three and three quarter, something <laughs> yeah, like that. Yeah. I would say if you're somebody who likes films that are a little weird, yep. a little art housey. Very explicit. Yeah. Then give us a watch. It is six years old, so us telling you the ending and all that, you knew that going in with the 2017 movie. Yeah. But if you haven't seen it before, if you haven't even heard of it before, then you're going to be surprised as to what the people look like and the feel of the film and, you know. Yeah, Yeah, because looking up photos for the Facebook pages that we have, I was the group in the page. I posted a picture of what Guillermo looks like because there was really not a whole lot of wide shots. So I was like, okay, there's a guy who looks like a burn victim. Mm-hmm. I did not realize everything else that was in there. Even though I had seen like the cover art, I was like, this doesn't make any sense what I'm looking at. I don't know what these deformities are. Mm-hmm. Now it makes sense. One's a butthole mouth. One's like a slightly melted face. One's a burn victim. You know, one wants to be a mermaid. It's definitely... If you're into odd films, I'd say check it out. For sure. For sure. If you like to get high and watch something entertaining, that's a good option. Yeah. It's not the best movie, but there is an entertaining value to it. For sure. I laughed my ass off at a few parts. (laughs) Yeah, there were some funny parts. I'd say go in with an open mind and low expectations, and you will probably be pleasantly surprised by what you watch. Sure. So that being said, Leanne. What? Do you know where they can listen to the show? Well, I hear, like, on the, you know, on the grapevine, they can hear us, like, like, Podbean? Yes. Something a bean. Podbean. Yeah. You are correct. Yeah. You can catch us on Podbean. Spotify, right? That's also another good one. I think Apple. Apple as well. Heck yeah. And Google. Oh yeah. Amazon, if you have an Echo device. Uh, Since the last time we recorded, Stitcher is no longer around, ladies and gentlemen. Stitcher has been killed off by SiriusXM. R.I.P. So you can't find us there anymore. And if you listened on Stitcher, I do apologize. But we put out uh, some information on the social medias letting you know you can find us anywhere else. Basically, any podcatcher that you know of, that you like, we're going to be there. Just search for Skewered Universe. You can also go to the YouTube channel. We've got audio-only episodes sitting up there. The captions can be funny. Yeah, the captions can be really funny because they auto-generate. And I don't know what the fuck they're going to tell you. Also, don't forget, you can check me out Saturdays live on Tales from the Podcast with JB and Ron. We've done a little revamping of the show over there. Right now, we are going through the Friday the 13th film series and just doing some other fun shit over there. It's really fun. Come check us out every Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern Time. And if you want to support Skewered Universe, you know you can go over to Patreon.com. Search for Skewered Universe. You can find transmissions episodes. And very soon, I promise, I know I've been promising this for a long time, we're going to get the audio commentary stuff going very soon. I promise. I'm going to sit Leanne down. If I have to strap her to the damn chair, we're going to do Demon (laughs) Knight. We will do Demon Knight as the first audio commentary because that is a movie she enjoys and I enjoy. And we've been promising it for, you know, the entirety of our podcast. (laughs) Pretty much. Pretty much. 
But yeah, support us, please. Support us. You can contact the show. Head over to skeweredhead.com. You can find our blog over there where I write up just crazy shit about pro wrestling, whatever else I'm feeling about talking about. Skeweredhead.com. You can find all the links to our social media there. Not X or Twitter, because we're not going to support that fucking platform, because it's a dumpster fire. Dumpster fire! And apparently, did you hear this? They're going to start charging a subscription for everyone on that platform? I don't pay attention, because it's garbage. Yeah, I saw it somewhere, and I'm like, that's stupid. Yeah. I'll tell you right now, that's stupid. And I hope the business fails, because it's garbage. Anyway, enough about that. We're not going to get into any politics, because it's fucking insane. As far as that goes, I think also there will be links in the show notes if you want to start your own podcast. We're a Podbean affiliate, baby. That means you can get yourself a month of free podcast hosting. When you use our specific link, it gives us a little something on the back end and it helps you out. So, you know, what was it that Hannibal Lecter said? Quid pro quo, Clarice. Quid pro quo. You help me, I help you, we do a little sum sum, you know, we help each other out. That's the way it goes. You know, bing, bang, boom, bada boom. Bada bing, bada boom, gobble goo, the sopranos, you know, stuff like that. Hey, dated references. You like it? I really wish people could see your <laughs> arm movements. I don't. <laughs> Thanks for calling me out. Anyway, Land, do you have anything else to tell the nice people who've been listening? Suck my dick. And keep enjoying that universe that's just a bit. Skewered. Skewered.